Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Do 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 Yo, this is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Alex Fasano, I am Greg Sussman. Alex, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for being here, man. Your mic's not on. You're, there we go, Greggy. You're off to a fantastic start. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be here. appreciate Move it. Over. You're too close to too me. Too close to you. You don't want to be close this to is, me? This is, this is uncomfortable. My apologies. Um, this is this is uncomfortable. What's up, man? How's it going? Going good, you know. Having a, having a blast working down in the pit of misery, and I'm glad to be up here. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! Great show for you today. Of course, for those of us joining you, for those of you joining us on the Pursuit Network, we appreciate it. We're going to go over every game. We're going to start. We're going to start. Um, answer your start. Take questions over your lineup questions. We're going to do a whole lot. We're going to do a whole lot. And of course, we're going to take your calls eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. That'll come on in a little bit. Oh, all right. All right, Alex, let's get right into it. I want to start on Sunday here, and I want to get right into the first game of action. You're filling in for Frankie Stample today. Frank's got the day off. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Frankie. Happy birthday, Frank. Yeah. Let's get right into it, my man. It is the New York Jets at home. Buffalo Bills, 1 o'clock start. What a game! It's going to be a shootout, Greg. Notice my sarcasm in my voice. Sam Darnold is not going to be starting for the New York Jets. How about Josh, that? Josh McCown, baby. He led the team uh, pretty decent last year, you know, 6-10 and 10 regular season record. I think it's going to be great to see McCown back under center, kind of maybe show Darnold how it's really done. But that's just one man's opinion. McCown is going to be a great quarterback under center for this New York team that needs a lot of help. <laughs> they are desperate for help. And it'll be interesting because the question becomes, and we're going to get a lot of questions later on, whether it's Quincy Inunua or it's Chris Herndon. How does it change with Josh McCown under center rather than Sam Darnold? Well, Robbie Anderson, is, if he's healthy, is going to be doing very well because McCown's been used to Anderson last year. And even a noon one might even get a couple touches there. But I'm looking at the running backs, Crowell and Powell. Who's going to be kind of the back to look at for, the, for this Jets team? Because we know the Buffalo Bills have a solid defense, but their offense is going to be kind of slacking here. So it's going to be kind of whose defense is really going to step up Will it be the New York Jets and Jamal Adams, who's been tired of losing, as he's been telling everybody. He's really tired of losing. He just wants to start winning. He just wants to. It means nothing to me. You want to start winning. That's, that's fantastic. I'm glad you want to start winning. <sighs> but nevertheless, it's the offense that's the problem with the New York Jets. Would you play Quincy Newman this week? Are you doing it? Put him in your lineup. I probably am not. I'd rather have Anderson, because I think Anderson has a little more of an upside. Um, he, again, Anderson was kind of McCowan's guy last year. I think they just have more of a rhythm. 
Yeah, I mean they have more. They had more of a rhythm, but you got it. You got a guy coming off the bench, completely cold. We'll see how it works out for Noonwell, for Chris Herndon, uh, and for the rest of the Jets. On the other side, for the Bills, always a disaster. So my only question is, when it comes to Buffalo, are you? Actually, I have two questions. Are you playing Lashawn McCoy? I, I I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Frankie's been telling us all all season. McCoy's so iffy. Uh, he's he's not even in the top ten in terms of carries. I, I would not start McCoy. Hmm. Well, it's interesting because the Jets' defense has actually been pretty good. I think the Jets' defense, and for those that watch the show, I think the Jets' D up everywhere over the past two weeks against Miami and then this matchup against Buffalo. I don't care if it's Josh Allen. I don't care if it's Nathan Peterman. I'm getting my Jets' defense. Now, the problem is the only offense Buffalo has is LaShawn McCoy. We have four teams on by, including teams where you're desperate at the running back position. You're probably going to wind up playing McCoy, dude. All right, it might have to be the case. I mean, do you think about Chris Ivory, though, might kind of take over a little bit, or is he still nursing that injury? He's, you know, I, we got to make sure he's active here this week before we put him on our lineup. And it's weird because LaShawn McCoy's never had the, the, been the goal line guy really anywhere he's been. And Chris Ivory's had that role. I'm not going to start Chris Ivory, but it's annoyingly it's he's a thing when he's active. Yeah, I mean Ivory is very a dynamic running back. He can catch it, he can he can run with it. Uh he's he's only got about a little under three hundred yards so far in the season, about eighty attempts, one touchdown though. So maybe we might even see like a touchdown boomer bust kind of thing with Ivory, because we don't we don't want to get McCoy on the field the whole type of game. So if there's a goal line situation, they might just tell Ivory to punch it in there. Yeah, we they Maybe, but again, desperation at the, at the end zone. And that's what you're looking for. So I got to pound it in. There you go. At the, at the end zone, at the goal line. Arizona and Casey. Casey's like a 16.5-point favorite in this one. Obviously, you're playing all the Chiefs. I really like David Johnson this week for Arizona. I'm going back to Christian Kirk. This is a game where Kansas City will get up big. The question is, will they win by 16.5? And, um, and for Arizona... Will Josh Rosen be enough to help you in fantasy football? I know Frank's in his two-quarterback league. He was considering Josh McCown. He's considering uh, Josh Rosen. He's considering uh, all these... Brock Osweiler comes to mind for him. I told him, Josh Rosen, you're not going to get a better matchup um, than what you're getting this week for KC. Not that Josh Rosen's Baker Mayfield, but Mayfield was, from a fantasy perspective, very good last week against Kansas City. There is room... There's offense here for the taking because the team against Kansas City is always coming from behind. I don't like it. I mean, Kansas City is one of the best teams in the league, and we've seen sure. it all season. Kareem Hunt can do it all. I mean, Travis Kelsey can do it all. Tyreek Hill can do That whole team can do literally everything. There is so much power on that offense. You can, it's like you never want to say no to them. They are so dynamic, and there's the upside to them. And, and, and look at Arizona. I mean, you said David Johnson. I like him, too, this week. He has a lot of upside, but I don't know. That Chiefs, that Chiefs offense might just blow out even the defensive side of their ball, too. So... It's going to be a tough game, but I think Kansas City is going to just totally run away with yeah, it. Yeah, I think mean, Kansas City's going to run away with it. And, and that's what makes your, your start-sit question so fun, because a guy like Chris Conley, right? Sammy Watkins not playing. So a guy like Chris Conley, if you're desperate, it's an interesting spot for him. And I know how many weapons that Patrick Mahomes has with a Tyreek Hill, with a Travis Kelsey, with a Kareem Hunt. I get it. When, Alex, you're desperate and you need something, I'm just saying, Chris Conley. Don't sleep on him. I mean, Pat Mahomes is doing it all, just like the rest of this team. So even if you do need desperation in Chris Connolly, Mahomes will find him. Mahomes can find everybody. As long as Kelsey, he, he's controlling the middle of the field. Connolly is going to be their, their long shot now. I, I do like, I agree with you. I like Connolly in this, and Mahomes is going to get the ball to everybody. He's going to need to share the ball 
around this whole team. Uh, I will say this for those that are that are listening uh, on a podcast and listening on the radio, or those that, that are watching, um, uh, go, go to the two shot. Go to the two shot here, Sandro, because I want everyone to notice this. So my buddy Alex, you know, it's his first show on the VFS. He's very very excited. This kid is sweating bullets right now. He is sweating bullets in here. I will tell you when it's really hot in here. It is not really hot in this room. He is sweating bullets. A nervous He's nervous. Intimidated by the, uh, this is the all-star caliber fantasy expert right here. Greg, I'm a little intimidated right now. This is, this, this is outstanding. I, why are you so nervous today? I don't know. You know, it's, you, I appreciate it again. Once again, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. I love, love talking football. Uh, sure. Like I said, I love working downstairs with you guys, learning from you guys, seeing yeah, how yeah. you guys are doing everything. So a little nervous, but also my internet connection was not working. So I was kind of running without a little, little without the optimizer here. But now I got an optimizer in front of me. We got up and running. So uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm glad to be here again. All right. I wanna, here's what we're going to do. We have oh, we're gonna continue on game by game for sure. But I want to ask you, Alex, the questions that we're getting inside our YouTube chat right now and see how you respond. And if you get it wrong, they're going to kill you. Right. That will probably be the last time you're sitting here. Take it easy on me, guys. Uh, you All right, know, who are you starting? Right here. In a standard league, are you starting Jarvis Landry or MVS? Mm, that's a tough one. Jarvis Landry, we, he was uh, kind of slow last week, right, against his Kansas he was, City? He was okay. He was okay. I kind of like Jarvis Landry just because... Standard league, remember. Ah, that's right, it is a standard league. I, you know what? I'm going with you. M I didn't say that. I'm going, I'm going with Jarvis Landry. See, this is the problem, Alex. You were too easily convinced. I didn't even give you any stats, dude. I was convinced by the chanting of the Atlanta. All I did was chant. See, I'm so excited. Jarvis Landry faces the Atlanta Falcons team, an Atlanta Falcons team that gets burned each and every week. You got to remember that Baker Mayfield still has nobody to throw to other than Duke Johnson and Jarvis Landry. It's about juice. You were right. The gut instinct was correct. MVS, as good as we he is, and as much as we love him on the BFFs. You're hoping for some of that desperation that you saw last week against um, against the Patriots. This week, I expect a good game from Aaron Jones. I expect a good game from Randall Cobb, closer to the line of scrimmage. Jimmy Graham is going to get in the end zone again. I love MVS. Yes. I don't necessarily love him against the Dolphins this week. Yeah, I mean, the compared Do- to Jarvis Landry, that is. Oh yeah, well, Jarvis again, again, you said standard league. All right, I guess you got to go with Jarvis Landry in this case. Um, Gosh, you were so easy to convince. <laughs> it's the rookie, you know. I'm a rookie. You know, what are you going to do? First year in the league. Sweating bullets on the first snaps, you know? It's what, it's what we're here for. Okay. Your next question here, Alex. In a PPR, try this again. Are you going with Larry Fitzgerald against Kansas City? We just spoke about that. Or T.Y. Hilton? See, that's tough because T.Y. Hilton's going in a divisional matchup against Jacksonville, and anything can happen in those division games. I think you said PPR. I did say the PPR. I got to go with T.Y. Hilton. So that's a good answer. It's a good job. We got one. One for one, baby. I'm only going with T.Y. Hilton just because I think he's got he's to bounce back. He's kind of have a lull in the last couple of weeks. Right. So, again, with this divisional matchup, anything can happen. Jacksonville's been slacking this, this, this past couple of weeks. I, I like T.Y. Hilton. Jacksonville is coming off the bye. Jalen Ramsey's going to play. A.J. Boye is not going to play. So, you, you, you assume that, that he's going to be on um, T.Y. Hilton throughout the game. Larry Fitzgerald actually had his best game of, of the season uh, two weeks ago. And is the offense getting better with Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator? Fine, I, I could buy that. And Kansas City is a fantastic matchup. I buy that too. But these wide receivers aren't in the same tier. No, without a doubt. I mean, if you look at Larry Fitzgerald, looking at the optimizer right here, Fitzgerald's averaging about seven yards per, per catch to T.Y. Hilton's, I believe it says 
much lower. <laughs> he's got he's got about six yards per catch. So I like T.Y. Hilton just because of the upside, and he's trying to bounce back, and they're going to try and stick it to this Jacksonville defense. It's going to be tough. I mean, Jacksonville defense isn't what they were last year, obviously, but it was there. It's still a very good defense, just not on the level of last year. All right, more YouTube question before I get back into the games. We are going to go... This is a good one. Get it right. From CR, he asked, Duke Johnson or Kenyon Drake in the PPR? PPR, I got to go with Duke Johnson. Good job, Alex. Just because... Good job, Alex! See, I like this. Well, here's the thing. AFC North. I, I love this. I love all these AFC North teams. Duke Johnson, now that Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley are out of the picture, they're going to utilize him in, in the checkdown scheme. Duke Johnson has always been that kind of guy who, you know, you look at this Cleveland team, there's never been that all-star. There's never been a winning season for them in Lord knows how long. Duke Johnson has always been there consistently catching the screen passes, consistently getting at least two or three yards, two or three catches per game. He makes things happen. He's a very talented player. I like Duke Johnson. Kenyon Drake's also very talented, but in terms of, you know, the check down and, and the opportunities that are going to be there, Duke Johnson is your guy. Duke Johnson's easily the answer to that. Kenyon Drake's just not reliable. Um, Duke Johnson, last week's any indication with Freddie Kitchens as the offensive coordinator, they're going to use a lot of the Duke going forward. Speaking of Duke Johnson, let me get to the Atlanta side of this game. We spoke a lot about Cleveland, Jarvis Landry, Duke, uh, Duke Johnson, and Baker Mayfield, who I really like, and he's inside uh, Frankie's top 15 quarterbacks, which you can check out over at RotoExperts.com. For Atlanta, Tevin Coleman went off last week. Do you see a possibility of that happening again, Alex? Atlanta's playing the, the Browns. Browns. Because well, we are Browns have Browns. consistently a top 10 defense. Okay. I like Tevin Coleman in this, but I, I'm nervous because Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is always there on that line. The Browns, they always like to shock people. They, whether they lack in one thing, they'll excel in another. I like it, but I don't think Tevin Coleman has the same type of performance that he had last week. Okay. Interesting. Um, wait, where, wait, where was I? Just so you know, um, not, not a great answer. You're, you're working on it. You're getting better. Getting better. The Browns actually allow the fourth most Points to running back. Opponent really? Opposing running backs in fantasy football. I, I, last year, I'm pretty sure they were a top five defense. I'm think, I think I'm still stuck in 2017. I'm not saying they're not a good defense. Again, against the running back for fantasy football, the Browns are terrible. Okay. So, Tevin Coleman, I think he's going to actually have a big game. I like Edo Smith a lot this week, too. I think Edo Smith finds the end zone. And Atlanta, don't look now. They're rolling. This offense has kind of found itself. The defense is getting some healthy pieces back. I like where this is both going for them. Uh, you get another week of the shootout. But I really like... Duke Johnson, I like Nick Chubb, I like Edo Smith, I like Tevin Coleman. All the running backs in this game, I like. You know, you mentioned it too, Edo Smith. I, I, now that I think about it, I should have just said he's going to have an upside because the Atlanta Falcons are fighting right now. The toughest exactly. division in football yeah. right now. They are going to try to win out the rest of the season, as is every team, but that division is so tough. Tevin Coleman is going to want to make a big play to try and get this, show everybody, hey, the Falcons are still here too. This NFC South is not just the Panthers and the Saints. I asked you uh, a few moments ago about T.Y. Hilton. We talked a bit about the Jacksonville defense, but I want to get into, as we get into the, to the Colts and the Jaguars, the running games of both of these teams. I spoke about it with Frank earlier this week, and that was the fact that Marlon Mack has proven to be outstanding since he's returned from injury. Who would you rather start this week if you have both? Marlon Mack or the player that he's opposing, Leonard Fournette? Leonard Fournette, I've been on this whole season. How's that worked out? Not well. Poorly, yeah. Not well. I mean, not, not, uh, we say in the show, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. There you go. Um, but Leonard Fournette, it's, it's kind of similar to the Dalvin Cook situation a couple weeks ago. Why are you putting in Leonard Fournette if he's not 100% healthy? Well, they haven't, right? So they haven't yet. Correct. They haven't yet. But why even risk it? What do you mean? If he's healthy, he should play. You have TJ Yeldon. You have Carlos Hyde. 
But if he's healthy, he should play. You don't think he's healthy? I just don't he think... He hasn't played in like two months. Exactly. But what, what does that mean exactly? Guys get healthy. Correct, they get healthy, but they don't, they're not on the field as much and they don't get the type of reps that you're going to get playing against these type of teams. You, again, you have Carlos Hyde, solid screen back. Right. You have TJ Eldon, who can power it through from time to time. And he's been pretty uh, decent on fantasy. I got him in my flex a couple leagues. You play, you play Leonard Fournette, but you just got to watch it because he's so injury prone. He is so injury prone. And I, I think there's so much talent on that Jacksonville team that you don't necessarily, as the Jacksonville coaching staff, yeah, he's healthy, but don't put him in for the whole game. Let okay. him rest. Sure. Let him get his. Let him get a couple, a couple snaps maybe in the, th- the third quarter, and if you need him in the fourth to pound it in, then pound it in. But I, I just think it's so risky with these injury, injury risk players. So you're saying Marlon Mack, you'd start over. Yes, Leonard I would Fournette. say Marlon Mack, just because Marlon Mack has shown so much upside. I mean, he's averaging about 5.7 yards per carry. Uh, he's, he's, he's been that kind of indie offense. We have, we've seen Andrew Luck take control of that offense, but Marlon Mack is a big part of why they're succeeding. Marlon Mack ranked 17th in Frankie's rankings. Leonard Fournette. 25. He agrees with you. We'll take a break. A whole lot more to get to, including your telephone calls and all of your questions. Stick around. More from your fantasy best friends forever and Alex too. Stick around. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Visit today. So I hope you can stand the vibration, because we're about to rock the entire nation. All right? Here we go. Back with you on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Greg Sussman with Alex Pisano filling in for Freggy Stanfield. We want to remind you here that you can check out the Daily Roto NBA lineup optimizer if you use the MLB optimizer. Alex, turn your computer around, please. The Daily Roto NFL optimizer available right now over at DailyRoto.com. If you're hooked on all that, you should purchase the DailyRoto.com Elite Package. Elite! Because they have everything. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA Daily Fantasy. And when you set up for the Elite Package, you'll get the NFL betting tools that they've rolled out, including against the spread, money line, game totals, and player props. Head on over to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, and check out what the Elite Package has to offer. If you don't have a problem with winning money year-round, you'll, you'll probably enjoy this. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. There you go. DailyRoto.com. Alex is a subscriber. We certainly don't give him that for free. So make sure you check out DailyRoto.com and, and be like Alex. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just follow my lead, guys. You know? Just don't be sweating like me. You know what I'm oh. saying? Got to fix that perspiration. Now you're really following Corey's lead by saying you know what I'm saying. It's very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I do do a good Ventra impression. So, I, I, so I've heard that rumor. Yes. I, I've seen that. Well, um, credit to Ventra. He, he's a great guy, you know. Shout out Ventra. But, you know, it's always nice to, you know, change your voice a little bit, change your character. You're giving too much credit to people. 
I don't. I, I, you're, you're imitating Corey. You're saying, "Oh, hey, Venture, you're a great guy." You, you don't need to be to, nice. You, you don't need to do any of that. Just trying to be nice. The holidays well, are coming up. You know, well, the holidays are give, seasons of giving. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The holidays are coming up. Seasons of giving. You realize it's early to mid-November. The holidays, and you celebrate Christmas, is over a month and a half away. That is not I close. It's not where you're not in the season of giving up. in any means besides giving fantasy advice to you. Well, there you go. See, give, see, season of giving in terms of fantasy football advice. We, that, we've been there for like the last 10 weeks. Well, this is now more giving. A little, little more emphasis. I don't know, man. No? You're like Nando nice at this point. Nando nice? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to shout out Nando. So there you go. Now I'm not being nice. So well, that was kind of mean, dude. What are you well, doing? Nice, Nando's the mean. nicest person in the world. <laughs> he is, you he is sh- one and you wouldn't shout world. him out. I'll just what shout are out you doing? everybody downstairs. Everybody. I'm just going to shout out everybody. Why? It's too nice. I don't understand. Can't win today, guys. Can't win. You, this is amazing to me. I'm very, I'm very confused. Can't win. Well, hopefully you can help them win because Chicago and Detroit is up next. Jordan Howard had a bit of a renaissance last week, Alex, where he was the primary ball carrier. He got in the end zone twice, and Tariq Cohen let owners down for the most part. Detroit, they got shellacked last week, and Chicago has arguably the best defense in the NFL. Khalil Mack expected to return this week in a big divisional matchup. Shockingly, the Bears are 5-3, and three, while the Lions sit at 3-5. and five. Let me start with the Bears' side of it. If you had to pick one of the running backs, let's say you're a Jordan Howard owner, you drafted Tariq Cohen as the handcuff, or you picked up or traded, whatever. Which, if you had to choose one of those two, which one would you play? He got me 1.2 fantasy points last week, but I'm going to stick with him, and it's Tariq Cohen. Uh, he's averaging about 16% market share per target, and he averages 9.6 yards per touch. The guy's upside is so huge. Yeah, he kind of had a dud last week, but everybody's going to have one week where they don't make it. And Detroit is so shaky this season. I, I, I like Tariq Cohen just because he can do it all. Jordan Howard is, again, you, you said last week he did have his biggest week of the year. But Tariq Cohen has been there all season. He's been their guy. I think he gets back this week. So I agree that he gets back. Interestingly enough, in Frankie's rankings over at RotoExperts.com, he has Jordan Howard at 14 and Tariq Cohen at 15. They're back-to-back right there. Uh, he has Jordan Howard significantly above where the consensus does, um, about four spots. And he thinks both these guys clearly approaching RB1 territory. I think this is entirely number one game flow dependent. And in a standard, you're going to use Jordan Howard. In the PPR, you're going to use Tariq Cohen. So the question becomes, right, what, what do you do in the half point? Um, and I think that, that kind of changes things. And it, it, it's, not, it's really not an easy answer. But I'll say this. When you're counting the even anything per reception, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Tariq Cohen. I don't think um, that the rush defense, not that like Buffalo's is good by any means, but like Detroit just got rolled over last week. They allowed the, obviously the huge run uh, to Dalvin Cook. It was a joke. Yeah. It was a joke all, all game last game. I think we see a lot of Tariq Cohen. Uh, I think Jordan Howard's a good play this week as well. If I had to choose one, I would go with Tariq Cohen. On the other side, speaking of pass catching running backs, it makes it very very tough because Carryon Johnson really was great. Um, on the yeah. field without Theoretic. Theoretic came back and he immediately took his job back. Do you feel comfortable playing Carry On Johnson this week? I don't because I think you just said it. Theoretic came back and took his job back. He's not going to let it up. You know, Detroit, it, it's kind of similar. Detroit's lacking in some aspects, but Theoretic sees it as an opportunity to be like, hey guys, I'm here and I can take my job back and be that guy. I mean, he, he, he's averaging 16% of the market share targets. He's got 174 yards over the season so far, about four and a half yards per touch. I just like Theo Riddick just because he's been there and, and he's been with the Detroit system for a lot longer than Carryon Johnson has. 
I like Theo Riddick better. Theo Riddick over Carrion Johnson is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So I don't agree with that so much. Um, even in the PPR, um, I can't oh, I just cancel that Frank's rankings. Um, even in the PPR, I I, I can't go that direction because Carrion Johnson has an opportunity to score touchdowns. Theo Riddick. You need one of those screen passes or one of those short shovel passes at the goal line. If you look at Frank's PPR rankings, available where, Alex? DailyRoto.com. So he has Theo Riddick at 34. He has Carrion Johnson at 28. Um, I agree with Frank with that one. I got to go with Carrion Johnson. I don't... Yes. Yes. They were terrible last week, and the Bears are a better defense. I get all of that. Carrion Johnson's a more complete back. In order to, to be successful, the Lions need to play more carry-on. I'll go with him. I also like both Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, obviously, on the outsides. Will this defense show up? I think it's going to be a close game. The Lions kind of suck. So, lower those expectations a bit when it comes to Galladay and it comes to Marvin Jones, but we'll see. Uh, continuing on here with our next game, Tennessee and New England. Jim Sonis over at FanDuel and number fire. Loves this game. Loves the fantasy potential in this game. Derrick Henry was dropped in my league, Alex, because it's right now it's all about Deion Lewis. Yeah, I mean, Deion Lewis has been there back uh, since he got traded from the Patriots, and it's funny because now they're going to see him again in this matchup. Revenge game Revenge is what game you're is looking right. for, sir. Revenge game, you are correct. But, I mean, look. I know. Of course, because Craig is always correct. There you go. You're learning. See, I'm learning. Exactly. First show, I'm learning everything. But Derrick Henry last week against Dallas, six attempts, 27 yards. He had a 13-yard run, which was pretty cool. He also scored a touchdown. I, I, I agree. Deion Lewis has been there longer um, in, in this season. Uh, and just Derrick Henry has just been having one of the, probably one of, the, if not the worst fantasy season so far this year because he was, he was a, easily a first-round pick this year. Yep. So it, it's just, it's weird to see that, you know, like these players, like even David Johnson, these first-round picks not do what they're you know, held up to the standards, but I, I do like Deion Lewis better in this matchup. Okay, Deion Lewis, was not, it wasn't really a question so much, it was more well, a statement. Well, I'm making a statement too. Deion Lewis is better than Derrick Henry this well, year. Well, that's, that's quite obvious, yes. Deion Lewis, certainly the running back you want to own in the revenge game. I think it'll be fun, uh, and you know they're going to want to get Deion Lewis involved, especially with Mike Rabel as the head coach, former New England Patriot. Um, really great, New England Patriot, great, I would say. Corey Davis, Let's see if he can catch the ball in the end zone this week. And Marcus Mariota throws a much, much better pass. With New England, we'll see if Rob Gronkowski winds up playing. But Josh Gordon continuing to come on. Josh Gordon this week inside Frankie's rankings, available at rotoexperts.com. Keep plugging it home. Make Scotty proud. Is the number 13 overall wide receiver. And I got to say, I don't really disagree with it. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's tough. I mean, he's averaging about 15% of the market share. 14, uh, 14, 400 yards about this season, about 10 yards per touch, uh, per catch, excuse me. I do like Josh Gordon in this matchup as well. It's, it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a shootout. Mariota's going to use his legs and, and make plays happen. And if Josh Gordon breaks away, he's going to get the ball. You know, Gronk, we've kind of seen, is a little iffy in the fantasy aspect this season. He's still there. He's still do, putting up good numbers, uh, but not Gronk numbers. Uh, but Josh Gordon is going to be their guy. they got to utilize their offense in this one. Yes, they do. And with that, we are going to say goodbye to those watching on the Pursuit Network. We really appreciate uh, your support, watching us each and every week. We'll do it all again uh, next week. Thank you so much for watching. All right. At this point, Alex, I'll give you an opportunity. Sure. You waited a half hour or so. Sure. Opine about your game last night. Super Bowl contender. Oh, that's it. That's all you got. Super Bowl contender. Pittsburgh took it to one of the best teams in the NFC. Their defense showed up for once this season. 
Pittsburgh, I mean, I, from a fan standpoint, it was amazing. I lost my voice last night. But aside, putting my fandom aside, they, were, they played almost a perfect game. They played Ben Roethlisberger, perfect passer rating. Juju Smith-Schuster, 75-yard touchdown bomb on the first play from scrimmage. That's also, fun fact, the largest, uh, excuse me, longest play from scrimmage in Steelers history, 75 yards. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. It was just so it was amazing. The longest first play For, in, his, in history. It's the longest play ever? In, in Steelers history. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. From scrimmage. I don't know about that. From scrimmage. Yeah, I don't know I'm, I'm going to do some research on Twitter. I'm pretty sure oh, I saw it last I, night. I, I got it. And it was the longest first opening play in Steelers history, for sure. Yes. Uh-huh. We're going to do some fact-checking. But aside uh-huh. from that, the offense played great. The defense played great. Cam Newton, my, and it's so, so funny. My father was saying it all last night. You take out Christian McCaffrey out of the Considering game. Considering Juju had a 97-yard score last week, last year. Last year, yes, but that wasn't from scrimmage. What is that? What are you talking about? I wish it was from scrimmage. He was three-yard line. He threw had a 97-yard pass. What are you saying? It's not from scrimmage. It's the longest opening play in Steelers history. Okay, so I, I, I misspoke. This guy calls himself a Steelers fan! Hey, my Steelers are 6-2-1 and one and control the AFC North, so uh, fantasy aside, I'm not complaining. But you take Christian McCaffrey out of any game, you're going to win that game. You're going to get. Whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't take him out. He had three touchdowns. You're right, but they, they limited him. Yes, it was three touchdowns. <laughs> Fantasy owners are not complaining. You're right. Absolutely not. And I have him in one of my leagues as well. So, but, you see, so this is literally the perfect night for you. It was perfect the night for me. And, and you make Cam Newton make, use his legs. You make him throw. You make him nervous. That's why he, he got almost sacked in the end zone and caused a pick six. You make Cam think. Right. And that's how you win the game. And it's, how you, it is how you win the game. The defense has stepped up. The offensive line is back to where it was several years ago. It's the best offensive line they've had in a while. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Mike Munchak did a really nice job with that line. Ben has time for the most part. And obviously we saw last night how good they can be uh, at Heinz Field. And we'll see, right? Uh, he got sacked once last night. That's very good. Uh, we'll Dude. see. It's very different when the offense, or I'm sorry, when the road to the playoffs run through Kansas City or New England, England. or Pittsburgh. Well, we'll be seeing New England, uh, excuse me, not we. There you go. The Steelers will learning. be seeing New England. Greg doesn't like me being a part of Steeler Nation. I can't say we. Nobody so should say we. You don't, nobody you, should say you we. don't play for the Steelers. I do not play for the You're Steelers. You're a member of the media. Correct. Mm-hmm. So the Steelers play New England uh, a week before Christmas. It'll be fun. It's similar to last year with the Jesse James game. Right. That is going to be the number one seed, maybe number two or one seed, depending on how Kansas City does. Right. Uh, with playoff implications for the bye. Probably, uh, number, probably number two seed. Probably number two seed. Which, they, which is... Huge. Massive. Huge. Because if New England has to play the first round of the playoffs, when was the last time they ever played in the, in the first round of the playoffs? I don't, I don't know. Exactly. But so. also, you know, it also could be for the number three, two versus three seed. You know, it, it's, so they're playing for side. the bye. Right. Playing for the bye, it's huge. And if, if New England... Well, one, we're and, one, two, three, really, yeah. And they play in Pittsburgh. That's big. So it's... I hope Jesse James catches a touchdown. Uh, Vance McDonald's been taking all the touchdowns from him, so that's... They both had one last they night. They did. They both had one last night. And Vance McDonald's still making plays with his, with his arms. Yeah. He's, he is a beast. Yes. But he's been so injury prone uh, over the years, so it's nice to see him finally getting back on the field. He's every he's uh, legitimately everything that the Steelers were hoping for uh, when they traded for him last year. When he's healthy, uh, he is he's something special. To be honest with you, Tampa Bay and Washington. Ryan Fitzmagic gets the start again. Corey has said he really likes Tampa Bay in this one. Washington down seemingly every single offensive lineman. I've talked about this a lot this week. What does that do to Adrian Peterson? Limits him. Okay. I think, uh, you know, the, the iron horse of the NFL, Adrian Peterson, he, he, he can do it, but it's going to be tough against this, uh, this, this uh, front seven. It's always going to be tough for Peterson. The age is going to catch up to him eventually, but he's been showing everybody that age is but a number this season. Age has been a number. Age is, yes. 
of course, ages nothing but the number. What do we, what do we honestly So in the, in the background of TVs at the hotel, they're showing the army, you know, memories of the armed services coming home. Sure. I lose, oh. I lose it every time. Oh. So they, and it, it's just literally, it's it salute the service month. So you're seeing a million of them over and over. Every time I look up, I have tears in my eyes. Every single time I look up. Like I'm talking to you and I look up to look at the camera. Losing it. Tears or sweat, you know, it's, it's, one, it's both, a little bit of both. I, I have chills, it's just, <laughs> oh my God, this is, this is heart-wrenching stuff, man. Shout out to all the armed forces. There uh, you go, absolutely. Can I be nice, can I be nice there? Shout out all the armed forces, you guys are great. Thanks for watching, everybody, um, you know, hope to get, see you home soon. There you go, there you go. It's, it's, it's very kind of you. Um, what are you talking about, Adrian Peterson? Um, Adrian Peterson this week in Frank's rankings, all the way down to number 21, this is actually five lower than the consensus, and I kind of agree with it, because... Over that brutal offensive line, because there's nothing we can do. Are you buying Maurice Harris? <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I have no idea who Maurice Harris is. So Maurice Harris had ten catches last week for uh, Washington, Washington without Jamison Crowder, without Chris Thompson. So he's around again, right? Like he was a popular pickup this week off the waiver wire, and against Tampa Bay, it's a really good spot. It doesn't get much better, but. It's Maurice Harris. As you said, you didn't even know who that guy was. Exactly. Right? And, and, and it's fair. He's a no-name wide receiver. He's, he's a rookie. I, I, I completely understand that. Is, it somebody you want, is he somebody you want to use this week? Again, in the right matchup, which is, 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 which is yes. If you need the spot, I'm good with it. If you have somebody on a bye and you have no one to fill in, I'm good with it. Maurice Harris, in this matchup, makes plenty of sense. If Alex Smith cannot do it now... When? We've gotten the question, do you use Alex Smith at quarterback this week? My problem is Alex Smith kind of sucks. So, no. Yeah, no. My, my mantra on, on the show, Alex, and you've watched it enough, just don't start bad players. I think Alex Smith is a bad player at this point with Washington. Oh, yeah, I was going to say with Washington. I mean, look at his history with the Chiefs. He can't make it yes. out of the playoffs. Yes. But uh, he, he, he has a lot of skill. He's got a lot of talent, but I, I agree with you. I don't know if he can make it out of this one. This is kind of do or die for him, too, because Washington right now controls the NFC East. They need to maintain that. Well, they do, because Philly's going to be on their heels soon enough. Exactly. And they got a cl- tough divisional matchup this Sunday night uh, against Dallas. So anything can happen in that game. Alex Smith, this is his time to say, guys, you traded for me for a reason. I'm going to be the guy going forward. I can take this to the playoffs, and I can actually win in the playoffs for once. Who knows? We'll have to see. But Alex Smith, this is going to be his team to control. All right. Um, with that, I want to move on to the final 1 o'clock game here, uh, Alex, which is New Orleans and Cincinnati. Cincinnati got stomped uh, last week. New Orleans stomped last week. This game's in Cincinnati, so it's always a little bit different um, on the road for Drew Brees and the Saints coming off the big win. I'm going to say this. I kind of like Cincinnati in this game with, really? the, with the points. Yeah. What's the point spread? I think it's 6.5, I want to say, at home. I'll, I'm going to check that right now. 6.5 at home. Ah, that's tough. I mean, New Orleans is coming off the dominant win. But that's why. That's why it's so high. Exactly, and you know, I'm sure they're still riding the fact that they beat. Uh, it's now down to five and a half. I, I, you know what? I actually like that too. I mean, Michael Thomas is not going to have another career day like like that. He, he. he I mean, he doesn't need to have the career exactly. day. But this team just has always been a different team on the road, not in the dome. It's it's different. Yeah, and that's all, without a doubt. And plus, now with the addition of Des Bryant. That whole locker room has a different what, mindset. Do you, do you want to do that again? No. It's, it's whoever sits in that seat. And it's, it's amazing. Oh, oh, Frankie likes to do it too? Oh, Frankie, Frankie loves the X. Shout out, Des. Uh, but that, that whole mindset of the locker room can change now because of the upside with, with this one of the talent, most talented wide receivers ever. And I, I think uh, they're going to share the ball. Bree's going to get everybody the ball. That's fine. Who wins the game? New Orleans. They're going to ride it. 
Do they cover? I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to cover. All right, fair enough. 844-843-6879. We take your calls when we come back on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today. Weekend fantasy update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Lost me, Greg. Before my time? It's amazing. Pavona, this is amazing. This is before his time. It's unbelievable. We also sing this like every once in a while. How is this before you? This is crazy. Chris, can you help me, please? Yes. How is this before Alex's time? He has no idea what I'm, I'm singing or doing with my oohs. Wait, Alex, how old are you? I am 23. But yeah, it is, it is before his time. It's still ridiculous to me. It's sorry, sorry, it's before ridiculous. my time. I'm not. That's out of my control. But I mean, like, you should know pop culture history, Thank you. and especially working here, you should know. Do you know pop culture history yes. at least like about like 1992? Do you know? Do you do you know who the Jonas Brothers are? Of course. Okay. Do you know who the boy band before the Jonas Brothers were that were brothers? Hansons. That was Hanson. There you go. All right. So I, at least I knew who that was. I'm glad we got. Wait, them. didn't they, they sang? Uh, uh, what's that song? You couldn't possibly be thinking about Umbop, could you? Yes, I am exactly thinking of Umbop. Was that Umbop? Yes. Yeah, that was. Maybe, it, yeah. Well. Umbop. Now, Alex, in your defense, this is the instrumental. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, uh, talk about pop culture. I've been talking with you about Star Wars and Back to the Future for a lot. Moving of on, 844-843-6879. Let's head out to the phone lines. They don't care about Umbop or Hanson or the Jonas Brothers. We're certainly not Star Wars. Let's get to Shane in Colorado. What's up, Shane? What's up, guys? What's poppin', man? Uh, half point PPR. I just want to ask you guys, uh, Nick Chubb or Duke Johnson? Great question. Duke Johnson or Nick Chubb in the half-point PPR? For me, I'm going with Nick Chubb. Listen, he's their primary running back. I said before, and I was joking around with Alex, that Atlanta is the fourth worst against the uh, fourth worst against the run this season. They allow the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. Duke Johnson is strictly a PPR guy. He is nothing but that. He's not going to get any carries. Can he do what he did last week? Yeah, he can with Freddie Kitchens. But I guarantee you Nick Chubb is going to have close to 20 carries in every game. You've got to go with Nick Chubb here. Yeah, I kind of okay. have to agree with that. Uh, I mean, uh, you look at uh, Duke Johnson. You said it's half PPR, half point PPR, right? He said. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so you're you're 100 right. Duke Johnson is your strictly P, uh, PPR uh, format. So I, I have to agree. Nick Chubb is the way to go. Sweet. Uh, do you guys have any feelings on Adam Humphreys? Is he gonna is he gonna be any good so, again, or should I? Stay away. Listen, if I could have predicted Adam Humphreys, dude, I would have won the lottery already. But the thing is, will, will Adam Humphreys be good again, right? So the signs are there. He plays everything in the slot. He snaps have increased over the past couple of weeks. He's caught more, caught more receptions um, than he has all season over the past couple of weeks. He starts. Nobody realizes this with Chris Godwin and Deshaun Jackson on this team that he starts, but he does. He's become Ryan Fitzpatrick, as I said, favorite receiver. 
the matchup's not great against Washington, but there is this reliance on Humphreys. I think he's worth starting. He's a top 36 wide receiver for me, Alex. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, he averages 7.7 yards per touch. He's got 378 yards on the, on the season so far, 14% of the team's market share. I like Humphreys. You know it's going to be it's going to be throwing it all all the way downfield whether it's Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson or Adam Humphreys. I like him in this matchup too. He's number 33 in Frank's uh rankings right now, and I will say this, that's in the I think it's in the half PPR I wrote. He's in the half PPR, he's 33rd. It's 20 uh 20 players higher than consensus. He's a top 36 wide receiver for both Frank and myself because at some point, you have to buy what he's doing. Uh, the BFFs are buying that. Let's go to Lou in D.C. next. Lou, you are on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. What's up, man? What's up, Lou? How you fellas doing today? We're doing, doing good. great. We're doing great. What's going on? Awesome. That's good to hear. Okay, I'm in a 12-team, two-quarterback standard league, and this is a trade question. I'm 7-2 and two in first place. Now, would you guys give away Todd Gurley, Cam Newton, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Are you doing Melvin the... Are you doing, wait, 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 Before you continue. When you said the, Mar, the MVS one, did you, did you use the thumbs when you, you said Marquez Valdez-Scantling? I, I didn't see that. <laughs> Why? Because I said it correctly? M-V-S. Continue. Oh, my bad. RVD reference. I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. So sorry. Go. MVS. There MVS. you go. MVS. There you go. Okay, so Gurley, Cam, and MVS mm-hmm. to get Melvin Gordon... Odell and Matt Ryan. Oh, you called earlier about this question, didn't you? I did, but the trade kind of got tweaked. At first, it was just um, Gurley for Odell and Gordon. Then he had second thoughts. He wanted Cam Newton. So I told him I'd give him Cam Newton if he gave me mm-hmm. Matt Ryan. And then you added, and then you added M- and MBS, obviously, in there. And he well. just wanted to throw in with MBS. You know, I think here's my thing you're 7 and 2 right now. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to do this? Well, my wide receivers are Cooks, Allen Robinson, MVS, and Dez. So, you do, so, so a slight you do. downgrade from Gurley to, to Gordon. Gordon yeah. A slight downgrade from Cam to Matt Ryan for a massive upgrade at wide receiver. It's, it's, a, it's a massive upgrade at wide receiver. I, I agree. The downgrade from Cam to Matt Ryan is, is huge. It's, it's huge. It's, it's, it's annoying to me. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you have to make that. Yeah, I, I, Matt Ryan's got a, an interesting schedule too. I mean, he's got the Browns this week, but then Cowboys, Saints, Ravens. Oh, that's good. Keep going. Uh, uh, Packers, and then the Cardinals. That's great. Yeah. Hmm. So it's is that Matt Ryan's schedule or Cam's schedule? That's Matt Ryan's schedule. So that's great. Yeah. So you should do this. Yes. You're saying okay. I agree. We all right. We're we're, we're still in. We're still in. All right, there you go. Let's uh, pump about that. Matty right. Ice. There you go, Matty Ice. Uh, Brian in Arizona, you're up next on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just have two quick questions. My first question is a uh, start sit in a uh, half-point PPR. Uh, should I start or sit um, Elijah McGuire or Maurice Harris? All right, Elijah McGuire or Maurice Harris. I'm going with Mo Harris here in this one. He's facing the Bucs. It's a soft pass defense. Elijah McGuire is still a backup running back. And you got to remember, against the Bills, this game should be close, which means they should rely on the real running game, which is Isaiah Crowell. I'm going with Maurice Harris here, Alex. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, okay. Divisional matchup, you know, you said it yourself. They're going to go with the running game, and it's going to be uh, Crowell. Okay. All right, okay. We, All right, great. Yeah. And my second question is, um, yeah. I have a trade offer. Um. Todd Gurley and uh, Boyd for Cooper Cup, Woods, and Philip Lindsay. 
I do that if I'm getting Curly and Boyd. Um, I'm I'm giving away Coop, Woods, and Lindsey. Okay. And I have Tyreek Hill as my other wide receiver. So you're, so you're and Gurley and who? Give me your who are you, who are your other running back, Faye? My other running back is David Johnson. So you have David Johnson and Todd Gurley. Your starting wide receivers would be who again? I'm sorry. No, my I have David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Tyreek Hill. And he wants to give me Todd Gurley mm-hmm. and Boyd for Woods, Cup, and Lindsay. I think I'm doing it because you're getting yeah. Todd Gurley. Yeah, exactly. It's annoying that you I, you get Gurley this week. Lindsay's on the buy. The Gurley buy is coming up for you. I still think I pull the, I, I'm going to pull the trigger. I know it's a lot to give up because you're giving up Woods and Cuff and Lindsay, but you're getting the best player in the world, and you're getting Tyler Boyd without AJ Green. I think I, I think it was worth it because if if you look at if you look at it like this, right, Tyler Boyd for Cooper Cup straight uh-huh. up, kind of fair. You probably win it out, and then Philip Lindsay and Robert Woods for Todd Gurley. That's a fair deal. I'm doing this. Okay. Okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm worried about the, the Week 12. I need to win Week 12. And I get I have it. Cup and Woods on by. Exactly. You get, rid, you get rid of that, and now you only have one player on by, and you get rid of Philip Lindsay's by right now. I think it makes sense. I think you make the move. Let me, let me go out now to Lucas in Houston. Lucas, you're up next on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Lucas. What's up, Lucas? We had Lucas. All right, see you, Lucas. We lost Lucas. Alrighty. Alrighty then. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Continuing on here, let me get to some questions inside our YouTube chat. Let me go to my Lance, man, Lance Davis. I love Lance. Lance asks, he got Patty Mahomes and Cooper Cup from Michael Thomas. Your thoughts? I mean, we said it before. Michael Thomas potentially could have another career date, but he doesn't have to. Now with Des Bryant on the team, Pat Mahomes and Cooper Cup, you said? Cooper Cup is nursing that injury. I think he's still nursing that injury, personally. I mean, we didn't see much of him in last week's game. <sighs> Pat Mahomes is, is the all-star, though, here, so I kind of like it. Wrong again! Michael Thomas is a wide receiver one. I don't know, Lance, who your quarterback is, man, but I get Patrick Mahomes is the best, and the I best. get that Cooper Cup is is very good. But you're giving up Michael Thomas, you're not telling, finding out who the other quarterback is, and that's the, and that's the difference. Oh, yeah, you, don't do, you don't do this. Unless you know. Unless number one, unless we know who the other quarterback is. If he's if it's Josh Allen as his quarterback, it's different. I get Patrick Mahomes is the best. I can't pull that trigger. I can't okay. get rid of Michael Thomas for that. Yeah, no, I, I, there you go. I guess uh go with he, Greg. <laughs> Keo Kong asks, would you trade Carry on Johnson for Duke Johnson? I don't I don't think so this week because you said you like Carry on Johnson in this matchup, and Duke Johnson is strictly a PPR. Uh, back, he's going to get the screen screen look. So I, I I think you keep carry on. I'll disagree with you again. I'm going to go with Duke Johnson. Um, for for me, carry on Johnson with Theo Riddick is there. It's, it's a different situation. Like I know we want to believe in carry on. Sure. I don't with Theo Riddick there because Matt Patricia relies on Theo. Uh, he also relies on Garrett Blunt. You're competing. Duke Johnson ultimately um, is Duke Johnson ultimately has his role. It's secure and it's annoying. I know mm-hmm. when we have a between Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson. I'm going with Nick, Nick Chubb because he's getting the carries. When you go with carry, when you add and make it carry on instead, he's not getting the carries. That's the difference. So I'm going with Duke Johnson. Um, All right, there. there you go. Okay. I think you. I think someone just called Raphael. Just called you Adrian Brody. Have you ever gotten Adrian that? Brody? Have you gotten Adrian Brody? Before? I have not gotten Adrian Brody, but I've gotten Jake Gyllenhaal, and I've gotten Flynn Rider from Tangled. Ever seen Tangled? No. The Disney movie. Well, you should. You should brush up on your Disney history. Probably out. Uh, Flynn Rider, Tangled. 
cartoon character. I look like an animated character, apparently. Hmm. That's not great, Bob. <laughs> Adrian Brody. <laughs> Adrian Brody's a nice one. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I can see the Adrian Brody. A little bit? Yeah. I can see that one. That's interesting. All right, All right. Uh, Marlon Mack and David Njoku for Zach Ertz. What do you think? This is an easy one for me. Easy one for you? Yeah. Uh, I go with it. Marlon Mack, because Marlon Mack is the guy in, in India. I, I like having Marlon Mack on my team. Good job right there. It's, it's a no-brainer for me. You get Marlon Mack. Uh, David Njoku, I, I, I'm, still, I'm still believing Njoku's that tough, though, because he, yeah. he can leave a goose egg on your lineup just like that. I know. Uh, people, Adrian Bray is loving the Flynn, the Flynn Rider reference. Everybody loves the Flynn Rider reference. Yeah. See, I told you. It's good for you. All right. Uh, last question in the YouTube chat before we sign off on YouTube right. for today. Joe Mixon and Golden Tate for Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Who you got? I have a personal vendetta with Calvin Ridley because I have him and Sanu in one of my teams. Okay. And I, you rot- get it wrong and I rotate it and I get it wrong every week because one week Calvin has it and he's on my bench and then I'll put him in the next week. And then Sanu goes off. I'm sticking with Ridley for the rest of the season, though. That's, that's for sure. Okay. But in this case, I, I don't like Ridley and... Uh, Julio? Julio. Again, and who's the other one? It's Julio and Ridley for Joe Mixon and Golden Tate. I like Mixon and Golden Tate in this one. So I think I probably like Julio and Calvin Ridley, but I would need more, more information. Yeah, exactly. I get, Joe, like I get what Joe Mixon is. He's an RB2. He's a strong RB2. Julio's one of the best wide receivers in football. Golden Tate and Calvin Ridley really interesting because we don't know what Tate's role exactly. is in Philly. So we probably need more information on that to find out who the running backs are. Um but I would take probably the Julio Jones Calvary side. If he can score a touchdown, we'll see if he gets maybe his second touchdown of the season. As we sign off of YouTube, Alex, uh, do you have any parting words? Your first show here on the BFFs, uh, the chat, they liked you. Hey, I appreciate it. They Thank said you, you guys. Did a good for job. The chat. They're proud of you. He has stopped sweating. He's stopped sweating. More, more confident. Thank you very much. Shout out to Greg and all the BFFs for letting me on the show today. Thank you, everyone in the chat. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to the next one. And, uh, Good luck on your fantasy teams this week. There you go. All right, if you're watching on YouTube, we are done for the day. We'll go another five minutes or so on the podcast. We appreciate your support. And uh, if you like a show, give us a like. Leave a comment. Rate us five stars. We appreciate it, of course. On the radio, go another five minutes or so. Let me go back to Lucas in Houston. He called back. He wants his question answered. Sure. Lucas, what's going on, man? What's up, Lucas? All right, I have two questions. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about Tyler Boyd this week? Love Tyler Boyd. No AJ yeah. Green. What's not to like? Easily. All right, because uh, right now he's in my place because my number one receiver is Devontae Adams. Juju played yesterday, got me 17 points. Yep. And now I'm, I'm between Tyler Boyd and Kenny Galladay. Between Tyler Boyd and Kenny Galladay. I'm going with Tyler Boyd, man. I really am. Yeah. Right. What's your second question? And uh, Duke Johnson's a good play this week. Yeah. Yes, Duke yeah. Johnson's a good play yes. this week. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the PPR. What? Because I'm in the stand. Oh, oh, that changes everything. See, yeah. All right, uh, who's the choice? Duke Johnson or who? Duke Johnson or Austin Eckler? Duke Johnson. He's gonna, yeah. you, you're telling me two PPR guys. Duke Johnson's the better of the PPR guys. All right. All right, thank you. You're very, you're very no welcome, Lucas. Thank, thank you for calling back. This is normally the part of the show where Bavona hits the music and we give our picks. You're not Frank, but do you want to pick for Frank? Sure. I probably should call Frank and have him get his. Yeah, right. Out. We can get him on Skype. Uh, I asked him to Skype. You know, oh, he, just won't call away. You can call. You know, probably should have thought about that earlier. It's on me. I apologize. Everyone wants Frank's picks, not mine. So, but you want to? You want to? You want to give your picks? Sure, to you? I would right. love to. All right, so we're gonna make it's a it's an even week. So technically, you're supposed to go first. Okay. So let me let me pull you it. Do up. the spreads too. There's the music. There we go. I don't. I have a spreads in a different location. Okay. So we don't do the spreads. We do. Oh, it's, of course, with the spreads. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do it. Here we go. All right, who you're picking? 
All right, so Buffalo and the Jets. I got the Bills uh, with the points. Uh, Jets are favored by seven and a half. You're only picking three, remember. Only picking three. Well, I, I like that. Do you that watch this show? I, I'm always changing the cameras. I'm right, like, so, you're, so you're watching the show. And I'm cutting show. highlights. And so you, you're watching I'm the watching show. I'm watching the show, but uh, not, not really. I okay. love the music, though. But I, I'm, I'm sticking with the Bills and Jets game. Taking the Bills. Be, it's going to be a tough game. I'm taking the Bills. Uh, right, I like that. Josh McCown under center. It's going to be interesting. Uh, going to go with Kansas City. Lay, hey, say, like 16 and a half. 16 and a half. I think they're going to totally blow it away. Yeah, Similar right. to Pittsburgh and Carolina. I think they're just going to run with Arizona. Is gonna stop them. Stop them all the way. Arizona, uh, Kansas City with the points. And then I'm going to go the divisional matchup. Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis, I'm taking with the points. Taking Indy, okay. Indy, Marlon Mack, Andrew Luck, they got into a rhythm late this season. I think they're going to do it. You like Indy, the home favorite. Huh? That's what they got. Three-point favorite at home uh, against the Jaguars. All right, interesting one. For me, I mentioned before I like Cincinnati. I'm going to stick with that. I think Cincinnati at home, plus five and a half. Uh, against New Orleans, a good bet. New Orleans is a different team away from a dome. Uh, coming off the high of last Sunday, the game of the year against the Rams. I think it's going to be tricky for them. I like Cincinnati a lot, plus five and a half uh, in that one. Moving on, three games in a row in that late slate are 10-point games between the Raiders and the Chargers, the Packers and the Dolphins, and the Rams and the Seahawks. And just so many points. Uh, so many points. But... Packers are going to put up a lot of points. Here we go. So give me the Packers uh, as 10-point favorites at home in Lambeau against the Dolphins. Corey Parsons shaking his head at me. It's Adam Gage. He's a miserable human being. He's a miserable SOB. Got the goat under center with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to take Green Bay uh, as 10-point favorites at home against Miami. And then for the final pick of the week, Lions are so tricky, man. I hate the Lions, too. Uh, Titans are 6.5-point favorites. Uh, dogs at home. Do I like the home dog against the Pats? No. No. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing, Patriots? What, 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 what are we doing here? Mike Vrabel is about to learn what happens when you leave the Bill Belichick tree. It goes very, very poorly for you. Give me New England um, at six and a half point dogs on the roads. Alex Pisano, thank you so much for joining me, man. Thank you I really very much. It. You have a good time. Really I loved it. Have it awesome. Happy to be here. Corey Parson, Jim Day, and the closer, Chris Ventura. They come your way next. Alex will go back to work for his real job. And we'll be back with Frankie Stample. Happy birthday to Frankie. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. For Alex, I'm Greg. Thank you so much for watching. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. We'll see you on Monday. Good luck this weekend. We hope. We hope.